Welcome to Alphabet Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through a fish in the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who is very good at jumping. Mike. Oh, visit me. I am the jumper. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, we're talking about Backtrack, <laughs> Zelipair. Ah, uh, Backtrack, Zelipair. Yeah. Um, do you, what's your one sentence saying about the Batroc the Liber? Uh He was in Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, he did a lot of jumping kicks. He is French. Savate. Mm-hmm. But that's the, uh, his martial art. Savate. It's mm-hmm. it's yep. That's all I know the Leaper. That's about all you need to know. Uh, well, that's we're done. Uh, shortest episode. Uh, I know cool. there's a lot so, of fun. Uh, you can catch me. Oh. Yeah. No, there's some fun stuff here. Uh, so this is what it looks like. Oh wow! It's like Hawkeye and Wolverine had a baby. Well, he has a French mustache or the pervert mustache, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, you know, who and, am I talking uh, it's, to? It's a good what? Who am I talking to? Is that uh, French or pervert? I'm mustache? saying French. French. It's a French okay. mustache. Uh, he's not a pervert, so I can't <laughs> say he's a pervert. Sure. Although, although, okay, I need to re, I need to, I need to re up me, uh, be calling people perverts for like very minor innocuous things because it used to bring me a lot of joy. <sighs> I don't have a lot of joy anymore. Call Patrick a pervert. See if that brings you joy. No, he's not a pervert though. He actually is pretty awkward. But do it. Just call him a, <laughs> call him a pervert and see if it brings you joy. Uh, yeah, he's such a pervert for leaping around all the time. See, that bring, you laughed a little bit. You chuckled. That's joy. <laughs> no, actually, that brought me a little joy. <laughs> See, <laughs> that brought me a little joy. Um, I, okay. I'm the anti-Marie Kondo. I'm not saying anything bad about her. My job is to bring more things into your life that spark joy. <laughs> no, that was real fun. I like calling someone a pervert because they like jumping. That's fun. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, this dude, uh, his name is. Okay, please tell me uh, if you can know. Okay, it's George with an S. How do you say George. that? George? Yeah, so George. I think it's George. It's, I've seen it with like a J-O-R-G. Like, I've seen different spellings. I think in French with the S at the end, I think it's George. Because I know it's not, I know it's not like Jorge or whatever, where it's like, you know, where they pronounce the G more like an H. But, which that would be, that would be, That'd be uh generally Spanish it, or Mexican, like a Hispanic Spanish? language is yeah. Jorge is more that. Yeah, it'd be Jorge. Look, so, let, yeah, me, so let me put George. it this way. Let me put it this way. The rich lady off the aristocrats, the aristocats pronounces it George. George. Okay. The rich lady? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So George uh Batroc. Um his identity is Delibert or Lapan, which means rabbit. Lapan. <laughs> Lepan. Um, but uh he has no dual identity. He's a mercenary. He is a citizen of France with uh, with international criminal record. Uh, he was born in Marseille, 
uh, France. He has a daughter named uh, Marie Batroc. Uh, his group affiliations, Batroc's Brigade, The Initiative, formerly the Thunderbolts Army, The Defenders, French Foreign Legion, Legion of uh, the Accursed, and Lethal Legion. Big fan Wait, of Legion. The, defender, the Defenders, like the New York street-level heroes? More the loose group of uh, heroes that don't like each other. Okay, but I mean, let's be honest. That's ninety percent of the teams in the Marvel universe. No, no, this one is literally like set up the team that's not a team. Like it's it's supposed to have a rotating. Uh, it's supposed to. It's it has a different, a little bit of different dynamic. A little bit like are it's they international not, or are they New York centric? <clears throat> Generally they speaking, uh, <laughs> they actually do more interdimensional stuff than street level okay. stuff. So yeah, like Excalibur. Um. Yeah, th- we'll talk about that. There's, there's, it's a storyline. It's a storyline thing. Um, we'll talk about that. Uh, but he also, sh- but he also has, he's also was in three different legions, though. The foreign so legion, the legion of doom, and the show no, legion. No, right? Le- legion no. accursed and lethal Ooh. legion. Ooh. Yeah, legion he accursed. Was, uh, good. He went. He went to Lars. He went. He's a Lassie uh, graduate. Don't know what that means. Uh, and but yeah, he first shows up in Tales of Suspense, issue number seventy-five, March nineteen sixty-six. The fr- the Fury of the Freak and Thirty Minutes to Live. <laughs> so you Fury have uh, this freak. was back when it was an Iron Man and Captain America. Uh, like you know, it had two backup what? stories basically. Why is it watching the Watcher kidnapping Jean Grey? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that real quick. First, we need to talk about the incompetency of the police on the cover. Um, so, first off, cops are incompetent, bad, and should all be abolished. Um, also, I think uh, they should have a nice time with lots of friends. But you see cops, you have four cops there. All of them pull drawn, guns drawn, okay? All of them. Uh-huh. One of them definitely shot. Looks like it's going towards uh, Pepper Potts, who is falling off. It's oh, Pepper that's Pepper Potts. Okay. Yeah, it's Pepper Potts, okay? Uh, Iron Man is doing the thing where he's just like, no, stop it. No. He's being very ineffective right now. Um, I'm sorry. I love this sentence. After trying to stop him in hand-to-hand combat, Iron Man really realizes that he's that he's can't defeat the freak by punching him. That's just a great thing. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. I like that sense well, a lot. But, but you have yeah. But so Iron Man is looking very ineffective. He's like he's like doing that thing where it looks like you're doing trying to get off of the ground, but you're not really. Imagine the I know you're still in there like monologue as a pose, and that's what Iron Man is doing. Yeah, uh, and then you have the freak. He was shot in the shoulders. He drops. He's dropping the lady. Um, but mm-hmm. I just want to say. Uh, why do all those cops have their finger on the trigger? Bad gun I don't know safety. why. It's because they they want to shoot something. No, no, no. But but it looks like one guy is just like trying to do like some quick draw stuff. Like he's like, ah, yeah. Know? Uh, one of them actually shot, but it but like it clearly could have hit the woman though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one in the back is doing the quick draw as you describe it. This these cops look like it's a Broadway musical like scene. Yeah. Like with the police, it, like they're, 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 they're all they're, highly stylized. 
Well, I will also say that cops in real life aren't that much better, so. Sorry, I'm still reading the synopsis because we haven't even talked about how the freak is actually Happy Hogan transformed yeah, by well, one of Tony Stark's I was literally Stark's about to read that. Oh. We're going to go. Well. We'll do that later. Do that later. Okay, but we've we'll already later. just got to get to the useful information part. Yeah. I was like, I was just wondering. There's too much lollygagging around talking about cops and not enough information in this podcast. Well, I was talking about the cover of these bad cops, which all <laughs> well, of them are automatically start, bad. Stop talking about the cover and start covering the information. God. Ugh. God. Yeah. Ugh. Pretty much. Yeah. This is, it's kind of whatever. Uh, Batroc does get a, uh, does get the cover next episode. I mean, next issue. Hmm. And it looks pretty good. But not this one. I'm going to jump up. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so after learning Savante in the French Foreign Legion, uh, the flamboyant uh, uh, Georges uh, Batroc became a mercenary. I don't know why he needs to say he's flamboyant. Like, is that code? I kind of code him. Wish we could talk about this cover. Number seventy-six is extremely good. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about that one, are we? That's fair he doesn't show up with that one. Yeah. Continue. Uh, he. Yeah, so he became a mercenary, possessing a twisted sense of honor and unwilling to do less than the best. Uh, he constantly pushed his limits, training till he was capable of nearly superhuman strengths, of uh, superhuman feats of acrobatics. Uh, so he basically, after learning Savante, was just like, I'm going to, becoming like almost superhumanly good at jumping, he, he just incorporated jumping into his fighting style, and people called him the Liber. Liber. Um, uh, and he gained, he also gained like a formidable international reputation as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it was because of, uh, because of this, AIM chose him to retrieve a cylinder of a powerful incendiary 42. A four, a four of them after S.H.I.E.L.D. agents stole it. Batroc intercepted Sharon Carter, who was the person who had the, the, the incendiary, at, well, sorry, mm -hmm. the Inferno 42, but her friend Captain America like showed up and he wanted to fight cap because he admired him but he found himself outmatched but then the hero reluctantly accepted batroc's assistance in tracking sharon down before the uh, before the unstable uh inferno 42 ignited uh destroying new york uh catching up with fleeing agents uh batroc snatched the cylinder and fled back to his employers uh bat batroc was followed by captain america then shield agents followed I mean, fled during Caps and Batroc's ensuing battle. Soon followed by Batroc, once again, he realized he was uh, losing. So Batroc was, wanted to, like, fight again with Cap because he wanted a rematch. So he, uh, he accepted a contract with Hydra to, to kill Cap, uh, and then he kidnapped Sharon as bait to draw the hero in. But the sure. Hydra agents shot Cap during their fight, and then he was enraged and then attacked the Hydra agents because like, why would you shoot someone in an honorable one-on-one -on -one combat? Yeah. Now I'll never know if he was able to fight Captain America or if the bullet wounds helped. <clears throat> well, well, we know he can't fight Captain America. It's almost all of these. Uh, paragraphs right, but he doesn't know that. that he doesn't well, know he can't beat him. Well, that's the first paragraph. He'll probably figure it out. Then. Um, that's, we're but still then in the first Captain paragraph. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he also helped Cap rescue Sharon. Uh -huh. So then he formed a mercenary relationship with the swordsman, 
not the Nazi one, the the French one. The one from the Hawkeye show, right? Yeah. Uh, and the living laser, uh, not a laser at this point, just in a suit. He does become a, a actual living laser at one point. Um, I forgot about the living laser. Yeah. Uh, the trio was hired to obtain a seismo bomb, which was hidden in New York City by a foreign agent before he was captured. Uh, Cap was also hunting down the weapon. Mm-hmm. Let's say Cap, you know, overcame his allies uh, in turn and then battled Batroc just after he located the device. Realizing mm-hmm. it was about to detonate, Batroc withdrew, giving Cap the device. Uh, and then he let Cap disarm it, basically. Later, then Baron Strucker fell, uh, felt Cap was threatening his plans to create divisions in U.S. society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hired Batroc in his brigade of Batroc, which was uh, <laughs> Porcupine and the Whirlwind to kill Cap. But all three was like defeated on live TV. So because oh, yeah. of that, they 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 like just they just lied <laughs> low for a couple what, of months after that. What a what a glow down from being on a team with the Swordsman and the Living Laser Two on a team with Porcupine and the Whirlwind. Well, the Whirlwind is a mutant at least. Sure, but what, I'm just like think about the press at least when I say glow down. I'm like, oh, I, I teed up with the swordsman and the living lasers. Like, yes, these are my associates, Porcupine and the Whirlwind. Uh, I will say he did lay low afterwards, so he had an <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the 24 hour news cycle, you know, people forget they have short memories. Luckily, um, the um, that Tyler. Or Thailand boys soccer team got trapped in a cave right after this happened, and he was able to get out of the news cycle pretty quick. Luckily, yeah, yeah. Um, so, speaking of, uh, he lied low for a couple months. He did take a contract from an unknown employer uh, for uh, for his new brigade, a gang <laughs> of thugs, to kidnap children from New York ghettos and orphanages. He believed that they would be ransomed and then returned unharmed, but Cap and a Falcon like intervened and he discovered mm-hmm. that his employer was the experimental Jack Carr who allegedly intended to use the child's souls to revive his own lifeless people. Uh, this is allegedly, does that mean that's what he said he was going to do or a different, a third person? Does it mean to be like legalese allegedly, or is it more, that's what I was told, but we never saw it happen. Well, it hasn't happened. Well, we'll talk about that in just a couple sentences. Uh, oh, fair enough. So he pretty much, uh, after he figured out that, he was just like, no, I'm going to rescue the youth that I just stole. And, but Batroc failed. But Cap did convince Jakar the wrongness of his actions, and he <clears throat> departed, leaving his victims unharmed. And then Batroc was handed over to the police. Now, I want to, the thing I want to talk about is, how do you know he just did, didn't try it somewhere else? Yeah. It, with Jack, a different like, planet. If he, if, a different underprivileged youths. Like, how do you know he didn't do it in, like, Wisconsin or something? Yeah. Like, That's why we need the Avengers I, Initiative with a hero in every state. Yes, which, by the way, that's a really good, it's a really good series. I would sure read it. Um, but that be, but like, you know, I feel like, how do you, like, I feel like once you're at the point where you're just like, I'm going to kidnap these children so I can take their souls, I feel like someone telling you hey that's bad it's it's too much of a slap on the wrist you know i kind of also feel like the message because of 
what, this was what the seventies. When was this book actually? Probably out? would have been the seventies, sixties or seventies. Late sixties like or seventies. At that point, Cap's moralizing lectures would have been more of like, you shouldn't take children. They're in the, they have their whole futures ahead of them. And he'd be like, you're absolutely right. Let's go steal 20-somethings. Like, it wasn't even a lesson of not taking people for their souls. It would have been about, like, the youth of children and the purity of their spirits or something. At which point, Jakar would be like, cool, I'll just go take, like, 30-somethings who are kind of burned out but still have, like, 60 gonna... years, arguably, in their future. Well, also, like, do their souls stay do their soul stay young or is it just like they have a lot more soul? Like, could he take like the soul of like an 80 year old and like, would they be able to be live for a long time or would it be? I like, guess I, I assume it, it'd be like life essence. So like an 80 year old soul has probably got 10 ish years left on it. Maybe but more what if, if, what if they have more life? Back. What if they have more hmm. life essence baked in though, because they lived more like life. So you're saying if you put an 80 year old soul into like a newborn child, that, child is guaranteed roughly to live about 80 years because of the lived in feel of the soul you know i don't know how to argue this baby <laughs> i'm just that's fine i'm asking if that is your position i realize that sounded very judgmental i just want to i feel like I don't, in all see, of fiction that's not how it's ever worked but that's not to say no, that that's but, not an okay, interesting but idea the, but but the, see, the thing is the souls is supposed to be able to move on to another place though even in like marvel so like like Maybe no, I don't it's, know. It's an interesting like, idea. If you, if you want life essence, if you want life, if you want life essence, as in like raw years, like just like how long, like before their cells <sighs> die essence. completely, it all comes back around. Oh my god, it does! But I don't know. Uh, I like to, I like to think that like I like to think of the opposite though. Like old people, like they have a nice salt. Like it's like a like a well seasoned cast iron skillet, mm -hmm. basically. Uh, <laughs> well seasoned soul. Yeah, it's a well seasoned <clears throat> soul. You know, it's on stick. You can cook eggs in it and fl even flip it if you wanted to. You should uh, put a layer of Crisco down before you put it away. Yeah, well, you want to you want to put a layer of Crisco down, and uh, you want to see like do a slight season on it um, each time. But also, you can use soap because the soap thing was from when we had a lot of lye and soap, and it would eat away at the seasoning. Hmm. See, um, I was a Boy Scout, and they were adamant about the no soap thing. So that's interesting to know. Nope, it I, was I, literally about the lie. Don't. Hmm. It's it's about lie. The lie content, like you're saying, uh, the soap, the soap we, is a lie. <laughs> the soap has lie in it. <laughs> I know. I know. I'll, I'll give you a pity uh, thing. I don't need your pity. Talk about Batrock. No, no. I talked over it. I don't want it. Talk about Batrock. It's over. This riff is okay. Done. I'm going to give you a jeer. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay. I feed off of uh, your hate, Art. You only make me stronger. Uh, <laughs> so uh, then we have uh, Ward Mitchum, who later contracted Batroc in his new brigade, which is now dozens of martial artists to slay the Iron Fist. And he was assisted by the mysterious capital N ninja. Sure. Not a lowercase N ninja. No, I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Iron Fist defeated them soundly. Uh, and Batroc kid for the next few months until he encountered a monster, which recently arrived from Earth from the so-called Mad Dimension. 
then home okay. to the Night People of Zero Street, which is a real good ska band name. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the fourth book in your uh, Immortal Essence <laughs> vampire series. Actually, that would be a good vampire uh, books thing, just in general. Uh, yeah, that's actually but, my ripoff of your franchise is the Zero People of what street? The Night People of Zero Street. Yeah, it's about Frankenstein monsters. They were they were made of all the hot uh, of all the hot people that got slaughtered on that one plane uh, accident. It's uh, it's actually about a person who takes all of the parts of the vampires that are killed in your book series and starts to create Frankenstein monster vampires. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. it's kind of universal We're, we, we have a whole franchise going at this point okay yeah definitely uh so seizing the opportunity batrock befriended the beast dubbing it diable uh and used its superhuman strength to attempt to hijack a shield transurium shipment both cap and spider-man interceded and then batrock was arrested and uh diable uh exploded soon after that's one way of not having a character show up just have again (laughs) just have them explode (laughs) for no reason like they just like they're standing there they spontaneously explode i mean that's what happened to at least one of the drummers of spinal tap oh yeah at least one uh so soon he was after he was hired by sagittarius and libra from the lmd zodiac not the alien or the human one the lmd one What's oh left model uh, decoy, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh to join their Earthsat defenders in a robbery uh, spree, uh blackening the real defenders' reputation, bolstered by uh temporary recruits. Uh the true defenders engaged in the against the criminals in a running battle, which Batrock repeatedly fought White Tiger. Uh that was mm-hmm. the first one, Hector Ilyla uh I Ayala. And uh, until mm-hmm. Hellcat's psychic power seduced the entire ensemble. Um, so that was part of Defenders for a Day. It was like a short like storyline where mm-hmm. there was open uh, there was open tryouts for the Defenders. Sure. There was a lot. It was fun. It's real fun. Uh, you get oh sure. Uh, just, just, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's real fun. You got you got to see like a lot of B and C listers just kind of show up and and try stuff i'm out. a i'm a big fan of 52 like the seer the run 52 and there's a bit of like similar with teen titans where there's just like we're holding tryouts and it's just a, a cavalcade of like c-list teen heroes and stuff like that so like i i just know how fun that is i just also love the idea of we're like a sort of prominent superhero team we'll hold open tryouts we think of the scene in mystery man where they try to like build a team and it's all these like weirdo weirdo beardo superheroes. Yeah, it it, it featured uh Dane Cook uh, not knowing if his next girlfriend was uh born yet. Uh oh. Doug Jones was in it as well, as I think a pencil themed hero. Yeah. Uh Mystery Man it was is is still a good it's still really good. It's, eh. it's uh, I think it's still really good. It's I watched it like four years ago. I remember liking it still. That's fair. I I don't. Eh, it's fine. I I don't think it's good. I think it's fun. 
Also, I'm angry that they've robbed me of the, the opportunity of using Casanova Frankenstein as a villain because they neither capitalized on Casanova or Frankenstein. I'm going to dial this hill. I'm mad that they took Casanova Frankenstein off the table and just made him a sort of weird guy in old-timey garb. We should continue talking about Batrock. We should, probably should. If you, have, if, you, uh, if you want to rebuttal, I'll, I, I'm not going to stop you. I'm just we're detouring well quickly. i was just gonna say i was just gonna say but like i know casanova and frankenstein are both cool names and everything yeah that's and, but that's here's great. the thing though they're, they're <laughs> just two names they're just two names yeah. that are that's it and that's my point if they had leaned into either side of that equation i could allow it. if they had made him like kind of hot and very sexual and give him bolts in the neck to be Frankenstein, I can allow it. If they made him very Frankenstein, but also kind of suave, I can allow it. They just made him this weird guy with like old timey garb. We're like, yeah, Casanova Frankenstein, obviously. And now I can't, I can't ever use that name in anything. Like the name's off the table forever, and they squandered it. What? What about Frank Frankenstein Casanova? Oh my god! <laughs> Brb. <laughs> Uh, but so um so despite his criminality uh batrock's baroque style lent him some degree of public accessibility uh he briefly starred in an advertising campaign for a humor magazine that felt his eccentric image suited their publication now this next sentence has nothing to do with that. When Mr. Hyde offered him $500 million to break him out of Rikers Island penitentiary, he arranged uh. Hyde's escape, but was angry to learn that Hyde lacked the funds to pay. But, like, Hyde forced him into a temporary partnership, and they hijacked the Roxxon's LNG supertanker, the Queen of Egypt threatening to blow it up in New York Harbor if they weren't paid a billion dollars and ransom. Sure. Uh, unhappy at an endangering millions of innocents, uh, Batrock demanded Man. Captain America as a hostage, hoping that he might defeat Hyde. And then Batrock like, loosened his captive's chains and then let him out, sure. basically. And then Cap was Cap attacked uh, Hyde after Batrock attempted to stop him, um, and Hyde almost killed him, but Cap saved him basically. Uh, following Hyde defeats, uh, Batrock did slip uh, slip away with the ransom, but was swiftly apprehended. Great. Why did that merit yeah. even mentioning at that point? <laughs> well, because you know you need to mention that you know he was technically successful for like ten minutes. Um, then uh then he had a new uh Batrock's brigade, Machete or Fernandez Lopez Fernand uh Ferdinand, sorry. Ferdinand Lopez and Zuran, the weapons master, uh sending them to still cap shield for Stain International. Uh they did succeed, but Batrock's partner taunted him, uh taunted him that he never like defeated Cap and he was drunk. So he went and found Cap and was like, I'm going to fight you in single combat. And, and Cap even allowed Batrock one clean shot in return for the rare bout of his uh, shield. But Batrock lost the fight still. Which, by the way, worse than losing on live TV. 
Be like, yeah, okay, hit me as hard guy. as you want. Come I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. Hit me as hard as you can right now on the on the chin, and then get yourself like soundly beaten. I'm not, but God. Uh, so shortly after Hawkeye defeated Batrox Brigade single handedly in Paris. And, <laughs> Oh and, wow, uh, that's more insulting than the thing you just said. Yeah, when uh, when Barton's former mentor Trick shot shot hired the trio to attack the Archer, um, hoping to revive his dead father, Baron Helmet Zemo, wanted to receive the five Bloodstones, which <laughs> combined as the Blood Gem, believed to have regenerative properties. <laughs> sure, this is just hop skipping through nonsense so quickly. Yeah, he's he's not a person who has long storylines. Uh, so, but I like it. I like that of the non sectors. I like that he was hired oh, sh- for a. Well, go ahead. I like that he was hired for like an advertising campaign, and then it was just like, <laughs> yeah, he got five hundred dollars to help do a jailbreak, like five well, million. Like, but what what I appreciate more is this book being like. Batrock was contracted by Baron Helmet Zemo to contract to find the blood gems to create the blood stone to re- resurrect his father. That's the it's like he was defeated by Captain America. End of paragraph. Next paragraph. The Tinkerer hired him to enter the temporal zone to resurrect. A, like it's just these like non sequitur, like wild story shifts where it's not even like. In the meantime, he did small jobs in like South Africa for mercenary work. It's just jumping from big comic book plot to big comic book plot with no like bridging material. I I'm a big fan. I'm, I I that's why I like him. He's wacky. He shows up. He sometimes mm-hmm. does a good thing. Sometimes does a bad thing, and then he leaves. He's fun. It's great. I, I want more oh, movies yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. Um, he so you know he was hired to get uh, him and his brigade was hired to assist getting uh the bloodstones to make the blood gem mm-hmm. by the way this is when captain america was werewolf um he so this was a quest that took them to new york to the amazon bermuda egypt and then eventually tokyo all pursued by uh captain america as a werewolf and diamondback uh in, Bre- in bermuda he risked his own life to save captain sharks the mission however proved to be a bust when the united gemstones allowed the extra-dimensional Exomind slash Hellfire Helix to possess Helmet Heinrich Zemo's corpse, and uh, the brigade fled, leaving Zemo and the heroes to deal with the threat. Uh, then he goes to a AIM uh, weapons expo on Boca Caliente. A Batroc grew tired of uh, the Red Skull's henchman Crossbow, boasting <laughs> that he was the best unarmed combatant uh, present, and he challenged crossbones to prove it uh by the way for some reason this was like a tournament thing almost sure uh in a series of five battle arenas batrox would arrange for the next expo uh and of course crossbone agreed then kingpin hired him in a plot to slay several european underworld leaders uh alongside with killer snakebite and repito uh and he kept on clashing with the punisher and the mm-hmm. final uh, London uh, showdown, Batroc fought the Punisher's ally, Tarantula, who was a Lariz Avarez. He has like, he has like, he also does kick fighting. Um, and he has like a little spike on his end of his shoes, covered in poison. Uh, of course, uh, he was like real cool with fighting another kick fighter. 
and he won, but he had to flee in search of the antidote after being scratched with the venom-covered foot spikes. Good on him. I hope he fights other kick fighters. So, the next year, at the next (laughs) Weapons Expo, expo, uh, he did renew his challenge with Crossbow, unaware that it was actually Cap in disguise. Uh, Cap defeated Mad Dog, Ramrod, General Wu, and Razor Fist in quick succession. I mean, classic A-list villains right there. Yeah. Uh, Recognizing Cap's fighting style, Batroc, and the fifth and final opponent, uh, threatened to expose Cap's identity to all the supervillains if he didn't throw the fight, but Cap still won the battle. <laughs> sure. Okay, uh, let's go to the next thing. Uh, Batroc briefly stayed in Montreal to stop Adam and the Goon Squad from robbing a bank before taking some cash for himself. Uh, Batroc then learned that his friend Machete was murdered by another superhuman serial killer. Batroc reached out to Cap. <clears throat> And Cap informed mm-hmm. him that the culprit was uh, Zeitgeist, who was always a- already been caught. Next thing, uh, not currently wanted in the U.S., he convinced the reluctant Cap to share a few drinks, uh, mourning the friends they recently lost, only to learn mm-hmm. that Cap was uh, was uh, terminally ill. As a last request, Cap asked uh, Batroc to reform, and he agreed. But Cap survived both this and a subsequent death, and Batroc believing that Cap lied to him, felt that his promise was no longer binding. And he basically, he just wanted to fight Cap because he felt like he was lied to. So he took another uh, contract from Hydra to fight Cap in Rockefeller Center, <laughs> which he lost soon after the Batrox Brigade uh, with Fernando's brother Alfonso as a new machete, suffered another humiliating feat from Hawkeye. I love how he has to keep taking contracts just to fight a guy. Like, I don't know people just, who like, want to fight I, somebody. They just show up where they, like, are hanging out and start a fight. He has to get a contract from Hydra or AIM to fight a guy. Like, Well, he wants to get paid while doing it. I can't understand Yeah, but, that. I mean, his track history is just getting his butt kicked. Like, at that point, like if my goal was to beat somebody up and it, my options were go try to fight that guy on my own time or accept a job in which I will either get paid or get like professionally ruined, I'm not going to take that job. I'm just going to go fight that guy on my own time. Well, also, the, the fun thing about that would have been the era where Cap had a um, hotline where you can call someone <laughs> to say, hey, it's a villain here. God, bad. You could have like set up fights like every other weekend with Cap. <laughs> Batroc prank phone called that line so many times. It would have been like Batroc would have been like, hey, hey, hey I learned, <laughs> I heard that Batroc Deliper was uh, stealing something important at that this place. Oh, hello, this is me, um, Baron Zemo. I am in Times Square. Ha ha. And you should come fight me. Yes, mon ami. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, like that's that's my head cannon. He basically called every other weekend because it's like uh, they had to block his numbers after a while because he was just yeah, letting the lie with <laughs> like you should definitely fight me, Armin Zola. Oh, uh-huh, my ami, this is Wolverine. We should hang out and have a drink on Third Street. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh yes 
Oh, what a commission! Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> I want to commission. I kind of want to commission that as a comic now. Just him calling the Captain America hotline, trying yeah. to. This is like a robot chicken bit. Like honestly, a little bit. <laughs> it feels like a robot chicken joke. Uh, but you know, it works though. It works. I like it. Uh, so relaxing at Monte Carlo's uh, gambling cables, he encountered Deadpool, who was disguised <laughs> with Associate Montgomery, and they cleaned Batroc out. Batroc, seeking revenge, attacked them, kicking the crippled uh, Montgomery out of the table into a swimming pool to distract his foe. After Deadpool found out that Montgomery was unhurt, uh, he tied up Batroc and threw him out the window onto the concrete. <laughs> which, sure. uh, good on you, Deadpool. Uh, surviving with two broken legs, uh, he, quick, he swiftly recovered. After claiming a price on the X-Men Gambit's head, uh, Batroc clashed with Captain America again, where he stole shield plans to their Stolen helicarrier to the Red Skull, but like Cap stopped him narrowly from delivering the plans to the Nazis, uh, to the Nazis, <laughs> and apprehended them. Yeah, you know, he just got stopped, uh, like right yeah. there. Uh, Again. Then he attempted to rob a baseball stadium using a fake bomb. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, Cap beat him up. <laughs> yep. Again. Yep. So <laughs> then he employed a third Lopez brother, Mariano, <laughs> okay. to be another machete because okay. Alfonso died. Do they have inherent knife powers or something? Or no, they're is it just, just like, like they, I, they're just good at knife fighting. That's it. They just have machetes. That's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that he's he's like he's going through these uh, these brothers real quick. Yeah. Um, like, God. Uh, so his brigade was hired by Maelstrom to steal parts for his new uh, Doomsday device. Uh, br- the brigade was uh, clashed with the Great Lake Avengers and were soon apprehended by the Thunderbolts. Uh, after failing to talk Machete and Zoran out of accepting a contact contract for a terrorist attack on London, intended to commit uh, intending to commit mass war- murder, uh, Batroc like assisted Union Jack covertly. Uh, and his allies to prevent the Zeron cell phone uh, by providing them Zeran's Zer- uh, uh, cell phone number. <laughs> okay. They dox uh, the supervillain, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. After the Superhuman Registration Act, uh, he was captured by the Thunderbolts and briefly inducted in their expanded uh, roster before accepting a training position in the government's uh, new initiative program. Uh, socializing with some of his criminal fraternity friends in the bar with no name, he ridiculed the lawyer Mallory Book, who had come into the bar hoping to reclaim some of the credibility she lost with her uh, with her clients. After it was revealed that she had an affair with Awesome Andy, Batroc su- suggested her reputation might improve if she slept with a real. Uh, well, sorry, if she spent time with a real man. And then Mallory's associate two-gun kin punched him out, initiating a brawl. And uh, apparently his daughter followed in her uh, father's footsteps. Uh, becoming Wait, he a has a daughter? Yeah, I said it in the beginning. That was, daughter. No, I missed that. And it's never talked about in any of the paragraphs you mentioned other than... Yeah, he, just, keeps, he, has work, a daughter. he keeps work He keeps work away from his, fam- like, from his family stuff. I, 
Yeah, but I feel like most other, like, the Green Goblin has to talk about, like, Harry Osborn pretty frequently. No, he doesn't. That's fair. I guess I've not no, read he, that he book. Does it, he does so. it, he, he actually does it. Uh, you know? Like, so you could, you could have a family and uh, do something completely different with them, you know? It's good that, uh, it's good that this book at least recognizes work-life balance. Yeah. The thing I like about Batroc is he doesn't have to stick around for long, like, 30-issue spanning stories. He shows up, he gets his job done, he either goes to jail or he leaves, and then, you know, he gets to hang out with his daughter a little bit. Yeah, and then he tries to fight Captain America again and gets his butt beat. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but his uh, but her his daughter became a mercenary, a teaming up with Tarantula, but this was Antonio Rodriguez's daughter. Mm-hmm. instead um however the first known case ended badly when taskmaster shot both women <laughs> so not great no um so he's a six one i didn't do a cover piece theater for the last one okay whatever i don't care uh but he's six foot uh weighs weighs 225 he no he'd weigh more he has way too much muscle for that for six foot but whatever uh brown eyes brown uh, black hair He's like real good at unarmed combat. He does French kickboxing, which is savate. He's also like real good with like guns and stuff, but like he doesn't use any. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's an Olympic level athlete in high jumping, long jumping, and acrobats. He can leap over ten feet in a single bound. Agile enough to dodge bullets and arrows or kick Captain America's shield out of the air. He also sure. likes to kick small objects like coins uh, with a uh, lethal intensity. Okay. He's strong enough to live about uh, lift about 500 pounds. His lower body strength is even more. He's been able to kick through brick walls or shatter guns with a foot stamp. Hmm. Uh, he's fluent in English, but he talks with like I talk like this, <laughs> like for real. Like they always do the phonetic sure. thing. I he's fun. I love it. Uh, he usually affects a exaggerated uh, accent and. Uh, he has bulletproof um, Kevlar, and he occasionally has a whip cane or a neuroshock boots, which basically just give you a little bit of shock when you kick them. Love it if a whip cane. Um, now, that being said, let's do trivia time. Oh, shit. I realized as soon as you said that being said, what was going to happen. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? Okay, so... Let me get a nice one for you. <laughs> what was the villain's name that hired him for $5 million to break him out of jail before being Mr. Sick? Hyde. Okay, you got it. I'm going to give you another one because uh, I didn't do one last episode. Um, how many bloodstones do you need to combine into this? Ooh. It's two parts. Oh, so how many and what is the final form called? Yeah, how many the final form is the what blood- is the final form? The final form is the blood gem. I think it's five bloodstones to make a blood gem. You got it. You got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. Well, that is that. Um, I don't feel like doing plugs. This is too long. So, uh, yeah. I have all the links. Godspeed, listeners. Yeah. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. and may contradict you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.